Welcome to We Are Vodafone, a new podcast series where we'll bring together people from very different parts of the organisation to hear their opinions, theories, fears, passions and successes. Over the course of this series, we'll explore the subjects that matter most to you and how they impact on your life. I'm Cara McGugan, a journalist and podcaster, and in our first episode, we're going to delve into the world of working parents and the impact that gender equality has on juggling the balance between working and raising children. First, we're going to hear from Annalise Volk and Precious and Kula about this subject that's very close to both their hearts. So I've got Precious and Annalise here with me. Um, Precious is in South Africa and Annalise, you're in London, is that right? That's it, yeah. Do you want to start by introducing yourself to Precious and tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. Good morning, uh, Precious and Cara. Um, Yeah, so my name is Annalise Falk. Um, I've been working at Vodafone for over eight years already, about eight and a half years. And um, I'm half Irish, half Dutch, and now I live in London, which is exactly in between um, my both uh, both of my other homes. Um, and uh, I actually started my career at Vodafone in the Netherlands, so in our Amsterdam office, um, as a Discover graduate. And um, I am uh, have been in the group team for about four years now, so moved to London um four years ago um together with my then boyfriend now fiance he was supposed to be my husband but because of the pandemic we cancelled three of our planned weddings um, which was an interesting year 2020 to say the least but uh, i'm now pregnant so uh, that's very exciting and i'm looking forward to uh, talk to you about that today congratulations thank you it's also great to meet you precious today Wow, nice meeting you. Uh, firstly, I just want to say congratulations uh, uh, for your pregnancy and, um, well, uh, congratulations to be in Vodafone for, for, for such a, 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 a long time. So uh, just to introduce myself, my name is Precious Ngula. I, I'm a wife of one and a mother of three. So uh, working for Vodacom for about 19 years now, I've joined Vodacom uh, as a call center agent. I've been in Vodacom for about 19 years uh, already, but I've moved in different roles in, in, in Vodacom. So my interest to be in Vodacom, I think in my previous job, uh, I've worked uh, at Telcom, which is one of the telcos in um, in SA. I'm a specialist in revenue assurance uh, in Vodacom Business Africa. I'm also the chairperson of the Vodacom Women Network Forum. I'm very passionate about women empowerment, which is one of the reasons uh, that made me to join uh, the, the the forum. I I in my out of work. I do participate in many uh, charity events and uh, organizations. So that is actually me uh, in my in a nutshell. Thanks. So Annalise, you're pregnant and there's a lot of decisions that you'll be making in the run up to having your first child. Who's a boy, am I right? Yes, it's a boy. <laughs> Congrats. And um, Precious, obviously, with three children uh, that span quite a big age range, you've got a lot of experience in this. So I thought it'd be interesting for us to have a conversation about how you balance your work, Precious, and Annalise, how you're thinking of setting up your home and how you'll balance that with your partner. 
Yes. Uh, well, on my side, yes. Three kids, uh, two teenagers and uh, a, a, a four-year-old son. Um, yeah, I think how I balance my life, uh, I, I really don't have, uh, you know, to say this is the rule on how you do it, but how I do it. And I know in my intro I said I've, I've, I've got many roles that I play, but I think uh, my kids and my family, they come first. They're my first priority. Sometimes you do drop the ball as a parent because you'll find that there are events that you can't uh, attend, but I think it is still okay. Yeah, it's important not to be too hard on yourself, isn't it? Annalise, from your perspective, how long do you and your fiancé plan to take for parental leave? So I um, am going to be taking the full year that Photofront's offering. Um, So I'm very uh, excited to see how that will be. Um, And my husband has, or sorry, not my husband. uh, I wish, no, it's (laughs) still my fiancé. He um, actually has uh, six six weeks um, at the beginning. And then um, he's very flexible to work from wherever. So... Uh, I think he'll be uh, also spending some more time like at home working and helping where he can um, over the the course of the year. And do you still have family in the Netherlands and Ireland? Do you plan on doing a bit of traveling as well? Yeah, so my uh, parents actually live in Ireland and uh, my fiance's parents uh, live in the Netherlands. So yes, I'm hoping that travel will be opening up a bit more, fingers crossed, and that I'll be able to spend some time uh, on both sides of uh, either sea um, to uh, yeah, be with my family uh, in Ireland as well as in the Netherlands for a bit. Do you have a very wide support network in London as well? Or is that something that you're going to have to adapt to? Yeah, I, I'm lucky to have lots of friends here in uh, London who are very supportive as well. And some actually are also pregnant or just uh, have had kids. Uh, so um, definitely have support network here in London as well. I also have some family here. Um, but the most I'd say of my friends are all in Amsterdam. Um, so I'm definitely looking also to spend some time over there. Uh, and yeah, maybe meet some new mums in the neighbourhood. Apparently that's a thing that happens a lot. So I'm looking forward to meeting new people and uh, kind of seeing what this new life will be like. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. So uh, if I can just share a little bit story about uh, with my first uh, child when I was uh, pregnant. I mean, I knew nothing, you know, maybe this can also assist you. You know, I knew nothing about pregnancy and uh, it was quite a challenge. But I, I must say that the, the parental leave that I got from Vodacom for about six months, that actually assisted me because uh, I, I, I gave birth uh, through Caesar through C-section. So, uh, you know, you could understand the time it takes, you know, for, for the healing and all that. And I needed some, some guidance, you know, on how to deal with the things. And, uh, I, I think that six months for me, it was really a blessing for me. But how I balance my, 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 my life, I, I must say, I mean, my two girls now, they are 
old. I mean, they, they can still do things. The only one that I think now still needs my attention, it's, it's, it's the younger one. But what I do, I make sure, as I said, weekends are, are really family time. I will make sure that I take them out uh, weekends and then we spend time. But during the week, now that we're working from home, it's also giving me more time to be with my family as well. You know, I think the first uh, month of lockdown, we were all locked inside in the during the the pandemic you know it was really tough um you know when i think about it um, i think the pandemic uh obviously uh has a lot of negative impacts on family lives and i indeed those stats that we see are very worrying i think with a newborn um you know let's say um, my partner would be staying working from home for a longer period of time um, I actually kind of would see that maybe as a plus that he'd be around for a bit longer rather than traveling and working. Um, so if that is the case, obviously, we don't know how the next few months will unfold. Um, I think more broadly, um, you know, things that might worry me around motherhood are, you know, there's a lot of talk um, and research also out there that kind of say like that gender inequality specifically occurs after the moment that um, people get kids. Um, And whilst I've been very lucky throughout my career, actually, to not really have been faced with a lot of disadvantages of being a woman in the workplace. I've had great managers, both female and male, who've been very supportive of my journey. I do worry about, you know, maybe this is the moment where I'll start to feel that it is becoming a bit more unequal. Um, and I'm particularly interested to see how that would manifest and where, um, you know, how women experience motherhood uh, in the sense of that they have less opportunities, for example, where, how that would uh, unfold in my life. So, uh, but I have good hopes for summer of 2021. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Definitely. And how, how many months until you're due? Um, about three months. So I'm in the last bit of it. Um, yeah, so it will be a spring baby. So I'm very excited. And uh, yeah, let's see. I'm, you know, uh, compared to Precious, I'm a total amateur. I have no idea what I'm doing. So uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for this chat on a Friday morning to get some inspiration around how to um, like balance and plan. And so three months to go, what sort of preparations have you been making with your partner? Um. So um, we, I'm obviously also very thankful for the maternity leave that I'll be getting from Vodafone. So I will be uh, taking that. And he uh, luckily also has lots of holidays that he can take and his company is very flexible so he can work from wherever. So we're quite flexible in that sense. Um, and I must say he's, I'm very lucky that he's a very domestic and uh, parental person from himself. So uh, I think definitely uh, we will really strive to have an equal balance in our relationship in caring uh, duties for the child. Um, and it's similar actually to Precious. I'm also very passionate about gender equality and I find that actually one of the key um, ways we can achieve more gender equality is that there's more role models and there's better representation of what women can do in the world. Um, so I definitely also intend to set a good example for my son to show uh, what kind of roles women can take in life uh, and therefore um, definitely also continue to pursue my career in a way that I did before. Um, so uh, I'm lucky that in my relationship, there's a lot of space for that as well. 
I really uh, am passionate about women empowerment, but I'm raising a, a son. As much as we are empowering uh, girls and uh, women, I think we really not to, need not to forget about the boys as well. So when we have this conversation, we also need to bring a boy child in this conversation. So raising a, a boy child for me, I'm very um, aware that uh, I, I need to make sure that he grows up as, as, as a man that is uh, very aware about his role as a man in, in the society and uh, not to be biased about the, the, the societal, uh, you know, uh, uh, barriers that are, that are there. So, yeah, so, so, so there are a lot of stories that I can tell about my son. But one thing that comes to my mind, I think the other day uh, I was, uh, we had, to, oh, we went for swimming. So I just took one of the, you know, the towels from, from the girls, you know, with all the babies and all that. And he started telling <laughs> me, no, mommy, this one is not for, for, for boys. This one is for, it's for girls. And then and there I realized that, okay, now he's starting to follow the trend of, of knowing that blues are for, for, for boys and then pinks are, are for girls, you know. One thing for sure, I'm raising my son knowing and understanding that he is just a normal human being. There's no boys or girls, you know, in, in the, we, we need to balance that um, gender equality in my household. Yeah, too right. So did you make him take the Barbie towel to swimming? So, yeah, because that was the only towel for me. It was like, this is just a <laughs> towel, boy, whether it's pink or whether it's blue, it's just a towel. So for me, unconsciously so, you know, obviously bought the towel for the girls. Now I've got the son and now already he says there's a difference between boys and girls. Yeah, but it's just one of those things that you as parents, you know, those are just the small things that you just need to be aware of. How do you think men can be supported in the workplace when they've got a family? Working for companies like Vodacom where uh, they can give men the, the, the parental leave. Uh, I must say I, I give uh, credit to to that decision. That's awesome. I mean, uh, if if you think about it now, the men, they also have an opportunity to, to raise their Kids equally as uh, as the women, you know, I would hear stories that women uh, they would be struggling to say, "I'm raising this kid alone." And I also feel that because men were never given the opportunity to be at home as well, uh, to be raising kids as well, they also felt, you know, maybe left out, you know. So uh, to be uh, because I, I believe that men really want to be parents. You know, and uh, and raising their kids. These are these are the men that we see the, in, in today's world that they want to be there. They want to be part of um, raising uh, their the, their kids. So for 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 companies like Vodafone to come up with policies like this, this is giving an opportunity now for families uh, to 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 raise their kids, an opportunity for kids to be with their parents. Then. Parents are raising kids together. It's equal um, parenting, you know. So uh, I'm actually happy about uh, the, the the parental leave that um, was approved. Annalise, um, I've just got one question for you. How would you hope society will adopt in uh, in future to allow greater equality for parents, particularly in the workplace? Um, how I think or hope society will change. Um, you know, I do think that 
inequalities, let's say, are also um, a natural phenomenon, right? Women carry the baby, women uh, give birth to the baby and men don't. So I don't I, I don't live in a fantasy world to think that everything will be like 100% equal one day because I think we're, we've been created uh, in a different way. But that doesn't mean that um, there would be opportunities from like a policy point of view to work towards introducing measures that create more equality and make it a more fair, um, fair level playing field that creates equal opportunities for both, which I think is something slightly different to pure equality. So things, as Precious said, like the parental leave, but also from a government point of view, you know, looking at the cost of childcare, uh, looking at uh, policies that can be more systematically implemented in countries, I think is an interesting area that I hope in the future will be more focused on. And in addition to more of like policies that you could implement to create more equality, I think culturally uh, there's also, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of ingrained practices that, you know, I think a lot of uh, moms and I see my friends around me who are also new moms, um, they have a lot of mom guilt, let's say, if they go back to work five days a week. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people talking about like, oh, would you really work five days? Maybe you should work some less to be with your family. Why do you have kids if you send them to daycare every day? Um, you know, mom shaming. There, there's a lot of, I think, still um, stereotypes also in media, but also in the way people look at moms that... Um, lead to the inequality that we experience because of the cultural uh, patterns that are uh, replied generation after generation. Obviously, we're in a more equal place than maybe our moms or our grandmothers were, but I still think there's a lot of expectations from women um, in society that are placed less on dads, uh, specifically when it comes to work-life balance. And I hope in the coming decades that there will be a shift in that and also um, yeah, that it will be more accepted, let's say, for women to work uh, whilst they also have a child and to balance that out more with the supporting policies that uh, are necessary. Thank you, Precious and Annalise, for your time and for joining. It's been great to have you both in conversation and to hear about your different experiences. Thank you so much. It was lovely to meet you, Precious. And uh, I might be in touch with you if I need some more advice over the coming years, <laughs> if that's OK. Uh, but it's been really inspiring to hear your story. Thank you so much, Annalise, uh, for, for, for this conversation. I really enjoyed and, um, hoping, uh, that you had, uh, a, a good and, uh, you enjoy your child. And, uh, this was a lovely conversation. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I've got three kids and as I said, this is doable. And, uh, really, uh, what the only thing that I can say to you, you just need to enjoy your child and, uh, you don't have to feel guilty. You know, the, the, the your child is there. Just embrace the moment and, uh, just be with your kids. So thank you so much, everyone, for allowing us to have this conversation. I just wish we had a whole day so that we can really discuss and I can share, you know, my experience and I'm definitely going to, uh, keep in touch i will connect with you so all the best and thank you so much uh to everyone that has arranged this broadcast and i'm hoping that uh everyone that will be listening to this broadcast uh would really uh enjoy and uh would have learned something from us thank you thank you thank you precious we've heard from precious and annalise 
but I thought it would be good to cast some questions further afield across the company. We asked, what's one challenge you've encountered and overcome to find a balance between work and parenting? Hi, my name is Virginie Lacha. I work in marketing in Vodafone Automotive. I'm an adoptive parent of a boy who is now 11 years old. So we face some challenges working and raising a child. Uh, in my case, uh, my son needed extra care, uh, speech therapy, for instance. So um, the classes were happening during the day. I had to take him to the therapist and come back to my work later in the day. That was possible um, in my job. So I'm really thankful for that. And it enabled me to just follow his progress and also uh, manage my performance at work uh, equally and having no no impact on any of uh, of the two aspects of my work and my job as a as a parent as well so um, that was how I found the right balance between both uh, needs which could seemed conflicting ones. I'm Kate Hibbert. I work in the marketing activation team in UK business as tactical and change lead. So for me, by far the biggest challenge that I've encountered um, in finding the balance between work and parenting is guilt. Guilt everywhere. So guilt of sending kids to nursery while you go to work, guilt of going away for a night with work, but equally on the other side of the fence, guilt of, of, of working part time and not being able to attend big meetings when you're required and, you know, having to see to your little one when they're they're ill. I think what, one way I've kind of worked that that through is just to try and be present wherever I am. So if I'm at work, I'm at work and I give it 100%. If I'm at home, I'm at home and I give it 100%. I'm Jovita D'Souza and I'm a senior manager for group internal communications with Voice. I joined Voice in November 2020 and I'm based in Mumbai, India. Letting go of the mother's guilt is something I have encountered time and again while finding balance between my work and parenting. For a perfectionist like me, it has also been a lesson in embracing perfection, imperfection. For all the perfectionists out there, it is key to remember that there is no one way to perfectly manage both work and life during these unprecedented times. So many of us are trying to get a 10 on 10 with being an employee, parent, spouse, friend and more during this time. But it is only leading to more stress and exhaustion in our lives, acknowledging my vulnerabilities, understanding that everyone is figuring this out and that imperfections only make you more human have been a huge challenge for me to overcome. Now for some more insight from Vodafone parents. This time we asked what would be your one tip for a new working parent? Let's start with Kate. My one top tip for a new working parent would be just not to put too much pressure on yourself. It can be, the whole thing can be just so overwhelming. I'll I'll never forget that feeling of dropping my first daughter off at nursery. You know, my first day back at work, I was upset, she was upset. And, you know, I can remember driving away from nursery thinking, how on earth is this going to be my life now? How am I going to do it? How am I going to go to work and and be a good mum as well? And then, you know, you get to work, you look around, you see all these other working parents, they've got everything in order and they're managing just fine. And you realise that, you know, it's just a progression. It becomes it becomes your new routine. 
some days it, it seems impossible other days it goes really really well I think the key is just to take it slowly day by day let it become your new routine and you'll realize that that you enjoy it and that your child enjoys it and let's not forget dads they're balancing work and families too here's Paul from Vodafone Romania my top tip will be Remember what flight attendants are always telling us before the plane takes off. Put your mask first and after that to your kids. For me, it means if you are well and take care of yourself, you can do well at home, at work and to the world. Finally, here's Javita again. Creating boundaries is so very important in today's new normal. So prioritize and do not make a habit of entertaining calls or last minute work requests. Be confident that you are making the best choice for your whole family, including yourself and your child will see that too. As we've heard in this episode, supporting working parents fairly and equally is critical to creating gender equality in the workplace and in wider society. This has been We Are Vodafone, a podcast series brought to you by Vodafone for Vodafone people. We hope you found these personal stories and ideas informative. If you want to find out more, you'll see there are resources in the show notes to this episode. 